0: As you grow your presence and profile in any market, it can be really smart just to be willing to say yes, to say yes to as many opportunities as possible. And, you know, I'll say yes to pretty much any interview requests. Just, you know, if if you have a podcast, if you have a summit, if you have webinars, that sort of thing. Like if you want to have me on and have an interview me. Um, In most cases, I'm going to say yes, but I got one the other day that was just like, uh, no, and I thought I would share with you kind of my thought process about this because having smart thinking about this can be valuable to you, not just in terms of like financial stuff, but across the board, this can be something that is valuable thinking for you to do. Okay, so like I said, I say yes to to most interview requests, but man, this one, this one. So what? I have this rule, right? It's always say yes. And I'm not like an across the board fanboy of Grant Cardone, I know a lot of people are, but in his uh, book, the 10X book, whichever one that was, he had these like 32 traits of of highly effective people. And one of them that stuck with me the strongest was that you always say yes, right? You you, you, com- you agree to things, you commit to things, you embrace things, you embrace opportunities, and then you figure out how to make them work, right? And so that one stuck with me. And so I, I do like to kind of as a default say yes if somebody says, hey, uh, we'd like to interview you, we'd like to feature you, right? And interviews do have a ton of benefits. Uh, Number one, they're great for expert positioning to be able to say, I was on this podcast, and this podcast, and this podcast, and this podcast. I was on this YouTube channel. I was, you know, you can watch my interview here. I was in this media, all of that. Like that's super great for expert positioning, for celebrity expert positioning. The other thing that uh, these these interviews do is they can introduce you to a brand new audience and so if you're looking to build your own audience being introduced to other people's audiences, obviously like it's it's one of the fastest and most effective ways to to build out your own audience without spending any money on it. So if you got on 50 podcasts, suddenly you'd be in front of 50 different audiences. And um, if there is good overlap with your particular subject matter, these are going to be 50 fairly targeted audiences that are going to drive people to you. Um, and interviews are super easy to do. You know, carve out a little bit of time on the schedule, sometimes help the host with a little bit of preparation so they have good questions to uh, to ask you. Like when I'm hosting people for an interview, I like to do the same thing. I like to ask people to give me at least starter questions that I can use to build my own interview off of so I can feature them in the best possible way, right? But it's it's pretty easy. But then I got this one. I got this, this email the other day. Uh, it was from somebody's personal assistant, which actually, as we go through this, <laughs> you might start to doubt like I have. But they promised that they have this 5,000 5, person email list full of sales, marketing, and growth people. They have 20,000 followers across multiple social media channels. They have uh, like 10,000 people that are part of this underground growth hacking community. Right, and all of this, you know, on the surface, it's actually sounding fine. It's like, okay, great, put me in front of these audiences. That's cool. Uh, it's it's definitely an overlap with what I do. Entrepreneurial people, marketers, yes, people interested in growth, like business growth, growth hacking. Okay, cool, yes, but I didn't know them, so I decided to. I decided to dig in a little bit and just get a sense because they said, oh, this person who wants to interview you is behind these different products. And so I was curious. I did a little bit of homework. I wanted to see if it was a fit. And I saw that this person specializes in different kinds of AI and automation tools, which I thought was, okay, that's that's pretty interesting. Um, at least at first, I was like, okay, that's that's cool. Like it's not you know, I just did training for my BTMS Insiders members about uh, AI writing. And AI writing, I have been hesitant to recommend for a mix of reasons, but mostly because it's not the magic button that you know a lot of people are treating it as. It's not, well, the easy button magic pill whatever, uh, that a lot of people are treating it as. But there's definitely a lot of applications of AI that can be very smart, such as You know, for example, finding the ideal prospects and maybe helping you come up with initial uh, initial reach outs to the ideal prospects. And I noticed that that's what they were doing. They're doing all these prospecting automation tools um, applied on LinkedIn and um, in different places. And I thought, okay, maybe, yeah, that's that's cool. That's interesting. And the person claimed to have this um, background working with all these different companies. But then I ran into something that for me was like a huge red flag. Um, One of the tools is designed to create fake people and fake LinkedIn profiles with a minimum of 100 connections (laughs) and fake pictures and fake education history and fake work history and basically create this big lie So, that you look like you have this whole team of people working for you, prospecting for you through LinkedIn. And all of these fake people are really just bots going out there to spam people on LinkedIn to try and, I don't know, generate sales prospects for you, right? And suddenly, any kind of credibility that this person had came crumbling down because if they fully embrace this idea of using these fake LinkedIn profiles with fake education history, fake work history, all of that, this person that's reaching out to me and they listed a dozen well-known company names as past clients, I don't believe it, right? Um, I don't even believe that the assistant that reached out to me was actually their assistant Maybe it's a real person, but maybe it's just a bot, right? And as I went deeper, I I realized, like, this person is building their businesses on lies. They're building their businesses on lies. And really, I don't want to associate myself with that. I don't. I don't. Um, So... When I think about this, I think about this powerful positioning lesson that I got from Dan Kennedy, and this is a very, like, the way that he taught it was a very positive thing. It's called the "with" strategy, and uh, basically, it's it's who you're with is who you are. And I think I've talked about it before; pretty sure I have. Who you're with is who you are. So when Dan talks about being on the success tour and touring with Zig Ziglar and touring with you know past presidents and Secretary of State Colin Powell and like. All these people who were on the success tour, maybe not past presidents, but um, lots of like very interesting, compelling speakers. He is perceived as being, um, you know, this very, very high level person when he was touring with those people and the other people that he shared the stage with. And honestly, the first time I ever spoke at an event, um, I I was actually on the same stage as Dan Kennedy the morning morning. Um, uh, the same morning, actually, that he he gave his speech. And so I've shared the platform with Dan Kennedy, you know, and, and when I've talked about public speaking, uh, I've, I've, I've talked about it in a similar way using the same with strategy. And in general, it's a very positive, per- positive positioning thing to be able to associate yourself with these different people. And so, for example, with podcast interviews, me interviewing specific people, um, for example, great copywriters, great marketers, Well, I'm perceived as being like those people because I am with them in the interviews. That said, this is uh, for good and for bad. And so if you are constantly aligning yourself with people who are uh, persistently, consistently deceptive in their business practices, who base their entire business model on lying to prospects, that's who you are too. Now you n- you may not be explicitly doing that yourself, but if I align myself with these people by saying yes to an interview, that's essentially who I'm saying that I am too. And I'm not always perfect at this. I've certainly had people who've come around um, who I've regretted it later. Um, n- nothing nothing extremely egregious, but people who, you know, I just wasn't that excited afterwards that I had put them in front of my audience Um, and there are also people who I've been in front of their audience who later I decided yeah if I had to do it again I probably wouldn't right Um, I'm not always perfect but I do try to get better and this to me was uh, an opportunity for me to just trust my gut and just not do this interview right Uh, because at the end of the day at the end of the day, it's not worth it to sacrifice my values just to get, I don't know, a few hundred more people, a few thousand more people to see my name once or twice and maybe come over and join my email list and follow my content, right? I'd rather miss this specific opportunity and maintain my integrity, maintain my values um, than, than to chase this opportunity and ones like it and lose those things that are more important in the long run. Um, And the other thing that it does is by um, ignoring this opportunity or saying no to this opportunity, it preserves time and space for the next opportunity to come along. And I don't know exactly what that'll be, but I have an abundance mindset. I think that opportunity is basically infinite. And um, I'm gonna ignore opportunities like this. I'm gonna ignore clients that regularly lie and deceive customers. I'm gonna ignore the bad so I can align myself with the good and do well for myself at the same time. So my call to action for you at the end of this episode is how can you use this? Like, are there filters that you need to have as you're choosing which opportunities to say yes to beyond just, you know, will this get me more money in the end? It's probably worth having them. It's probably worth having them, even if right now money is very important to you and something that you need. Um, it's, it's not something where you want to be kicking yourself months, years down the road because you said yes to something that your gut said you shouldn't say yes to. Um, if you want more content like this and content more focused on what it takes to be a successful copywriter, marketer, and entrepreneur, certainly like, and subscribe. You can subscribe here. You can also go to breakthroughmarketingsecrets.com. The link is in the description, uh, to get my daily emails, including episode notifications and more. If you want Courses and training from me that go deep into all of that. My BTMS Insiders training library is is like Netflix for copywriting and marketing. You get unlimited streaming access to all my copywriting and marketing courses. Check the link in the description to that. And I do have a special page. Like if you if you run your business with integrity, if you're not lying to get customers, um, you know I'm probably happy to entertain your interview request and maybe even come on soon uh, if you'd like me as your interview guest, I will include a link uh, to to my special page that has more information about that, including some uh, past appearances that I've had. So check that out. All those links are in the description. I'm Roy Furth. This Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I do this every day. I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Bye.